welcome to the No Name MMA Show, the best damn MMA podcast you've never heard of, with Mystic Daddy Juan and No Nutshot Nina, and yours truly, Motivated Let's get on with this shit. <laughs> Y'all listen to that fancy-ass intro? Thank you for joining us this Wednesday, February 17th. Before we get started, let's go over some details regarding the show. We will be taking off next week. Nina and I are going to be living it up in St. Thomas, looking at pirate castles and shit, and laughing at all y'all dealing with all this snow ass. Snow ass. Snow ass. <laughs> snow. snow ass, bitch ass. Snow cold ass. 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 <laughs> with that being said, there will be no show next week. Juan, do you have anything going on? I will be coming here to check on Christian. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, little the baby, little, little baby. Babe, anything going on for you? No, I'm trying to get out of here. Yeah, right? Yeah. Fuck this place. Did you tell them where you guys are going? St. Thomas. Oh, yeah, yeah St. Thomas. So you just said you'll, you'll, you'll be, yeah, we'll be flexing big time whenever we're down there. Mm-hmm. This is like the one vacation we're going to go on ever. So maybe yeah. not ever, but nah, ever. <laughs> no. um, well, at least you know what you have in store for hey. you. Now. I know. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you didn't see my eyes rolling, but the pandemic has been hard on all of us. Pandemic's real. So. Um, for life. So yeah, um, I've gotten back to my meme making ways. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I took a little bit of time off. My brain was hurting. Mm-hmm. Everyone who uh, sees Andy's and those glasses. <laughs> Those are his cyberpunk glasses. Those, and, uh, those you all should know he wears really all the time. Yeah, I'm not even. It's not an it's ironic not thing. It's, yeah, those are the glasses. Those he are, wears. They're super comfortable and they're good to run in. He has two different pairs of these cyberpunk glasses, also. Yeah, the special ones and then the actual running ones. I like to wear the special ones during special time. <laughs> special time. Um, but now moving on uh, to the meme of the week, we have I offer you this with his third crown as meme of the week. Good shot. Uh, he is therefore no longer to be eligible for meme of the week until further notice. Because you suck. To... I'm just playing. He got it three times. I think it's just we got to spread the love a little bit. And I love you, but nah, we we moving the fuck on. Anyway, now off to Juan for a possible meme of the week. No, Mr. Daddy Juan, who you got? I got, I got, uh, Pollyanna Viana. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce her name. If it's not how you pronounce her name, I apologize. But she got a nasty, uh, first round finish, um, against Mallory Martin. Um, it was, I was thinking Mallory was gonna get the win if they stood on the feet. But, um, uh, Pollyanna threw a leg kick. Mallory caught it. They went to the ground, and from there on out, it was just all all Pollyanna's game. Yeah. So, uh, good job for the submission, that first round submission. Uh, with the pretty sure it was an armbar. No, it was like it was a mixture between armbar and like a triangle. She kept going back. And yeah, forth. it was. Really I don't weird. remember. I don't remember which one she actually finished uh, with, but she was going between the triangle and the armbar, which was really nice. And then. Uh, also, a former no-name of the week, uh, Chris Gutierrez, got a replace, who was a replacement in a fight. I'm sorry. He got a last-minute replacement win over Andre. Um, how do you pronounce his last name? Yule. E- Yule. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with the 
controversy concerning his cust- uh, custody <laughs> battle. Um, <laughs> let's. No one needs to know about that information. It's none of our business, and it's nobody else's business. So that's where we'll drop that. So I don't know if the tweet was legit or not. The one that I saw where Chris Gutierrez was talking about, like, well, nobody mentions John Anik being unfaithful to his wife in 2017. That might have been just, like, a Photoshop thing. Because mm-hmm. in the post-fight press conference, he was like, yeah, I wanted to mention that. I wanted people to know that we all have these struggles. And mm-hmm. it's not just, oh, I fight in the cage once a year, and that's it. Like, life happens. Um, and he was just like, in... Uh, I took I spoke with Andre Yule about it because he's going through it as well a couple of years ago and mm-hmm. I was showing support for him because he is trying to be a good father like yeah we fought in the cage but he's trying to be in his son's life mm-hmm. so sure. they had that mutual respect so I don't know exactly how true that is but regardless best of luck um, however that goes but onto the actual fight itself it was a beautiful fight. I enjoyed the leg kicks that he threw out. Yeah. It was a really, really nice fight. Good job, Chris. Hopefully, you were supposed to be on the show one one time. Yep, he was going to be our first interview, so... Um, hopefully... I need to correct get, that, bro. Yeah. Come back at us. I Come mean, back at us. Let's go. Yeah. I don't um, want to make any out-of-pocket comments, but she know what she know. <laughs> um, now, off to Nina with the MMA Minute. Yeah. So, first we have the rebooking of Pedro Munoz... Versus Jimmy Rivera, set for next week, uh, February 27th. Um, We also have Mike Perry scheduled to fight Daniel Rodriguez, which could very well be make it or break it for both gentlemen in the UFC. Um, That fight is set for April 10th. We also have the reannouncement of Stefan Struve um, choosing to retire due to health issues. Stefan is still to date the only fighter to be seven feet tall. The skyscraper had a former win over current heavyweight goat Stipe Miocic. That's crazy. Yeah, back in 2012. And then, like, looking at Stipe now and then looking at Stefan now, like, just, it's crazy. It's it's crazy. That was 2012, though. So that's what, eight years? Nine years ago? So, I mean, a lot of changes in nine years, but. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Yeah. You're retired because of health issues. And Cipe's like king in the mountain now. Got health issues if you're seven feet tall, probably. Oh yeah, yes. dude, his back, his back, his, his knees. Like, yeah, something's gotta. Be, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you, you can't, can't be an that. athlete in like combat sports like that for too long. I would That's imagine. Yeah. So we best we wish you all the best of luck, and we're sad to see you retire. Sure, for sure. Along with that, we also have news that Cosma is getting flown into the U.S. to deal with his lingering effects of COVID-19. So we're all wishing him the best and a speedy recovery. I wonder what he's feeling. Like, is he just feeling bad or, like, is it his lungs? Um, so <laughs> in the interview that they had with BT Sport in um, Sweden... Mm-hmm. Uh, where he trains. Um, so he he had COVID the first time and he was like feeling, he was one of those asymptomatic people and he just went right back to training. The second time around though, um, he actually started feeling the effects and he tried training. He couldn't get past one round of training without like running out of breath. And then multiple friends of his that were talking to him 
talking to his coach were like, hey, like he can't even talk to us because he's so bad. Mm-hmm. And then he was experiencing chest pains and they had uh, chest x-rays and everything else. And then um, after that, he had talked to uh, Ali Abdelaziz, his manager, and he kind of set it up to go to Vegas with him to kind of get him treated because he's in such a bad shape. Um, they're aiming for a fight for him between July and June, mm-hmm. but really right now they're just worried about the lingering effects of the COVID-19 and what good luck. they can actually do. Yeah. Good yeah. Luck. Good luck. That hype train died. Ugh. Uh, yeah, I think the hype train is still there. I think it's just on pause. You know, I think I that, hope. I think, I hope. I, I think I it's hope. at a train station right now. Just, you know, yeah. <laughs> I hope it's. Having some maintenance, yeah, some yeah, oil yeah. in the tracks. For sure, just for sure. A, just a, like a drop by. I'm still on it. I'm still on it. I'm not getting off. Oh, I mean, we'll see. Now, the welterweight division is going to be having to move on. You can't just really wait yeah. for people now. That's fine. That's so, fine. we'll see. Brother. Yeah, 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 brother. We're going to smash. Smash COVID first, though. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's really it for the MMA Minute. And on to Mr. Motivated. For the over-under. So for this week, I picked Usman uh, to get the win <laughs> since Bobby Green passed out in the back with his fight in Jim Miller. I will also take that W because he would have lost anyway. As well, so I am currently sitting at a 5-5 five and five record for the season. Uh, could be worse. Could be 3-5 and five after picking Frankie. So, whatever. Yeah. Now for my pick of the week. Um... This main event, we have Derek Lewis going up against Curtis Blades. As much as I want to pick Blades because of the wrestling, which I know he's going to keep on trying, I have to go with Mr. My Balls Was Hot. (laughs) And for the pick of the week, we have Shane Dobson as a favorite over Casey O'Neill as a 2-to-1 underdog. Nothing till this moment really inspires confidence in Dobson, so therefore I'm going to be going with O'Neill on that one. Mm -hmm. Um, That is also the second biggest underdog on the card. Um, this that is it for this week's over under. Be sure to gamble responsibly, or you will end up having invested your life saving into Dogecoin, only for you to have bought on a high. Now off to Nina for it's time. <laughs> All right. So first things first, we have a perceived number one contenders match this weekend between Curtis Blades and Derek Lewis in a heavyweight division that seems to be going full steam ahead. Do either Blades or Lewis have a chance at getting to the winner of that Stipe and Francis fight before John Jones? Um, uh, I, I'm going to say no. Actually, I don't know. I think John Jones is going to be out for a little bit. And I think... If Stipe wins, he's not going to want to fight John Jones. And if Francis wins, if Francis wins, John Jones is going to be the first person that gets to fight a title. Mm-hmm. But if Stipe wins, mm-hmm. it'll be Curtis Blades. I don't think Stipe will want to fight John Jones. You think it'll be Curtis Blades? Um, uh, let, me, let me rewind that real quick. If Stipe wins, whoever the winner of Curtis Blades and Derek Lewis mm-hmm. will fight Stipe. Okay. And if Francis wins, John Jones will be John Jones will be the one that's gonna get the next title shot. And the reason why I say that is because 
Um, Stipe is uh, a bit older, and uh, I'm pretty sure John Jones is like at least three years, four years younger than him. Yeah, um, something like that. Uh, and John Jones also does a whole bunch of steroids, or he did, and then uh, he probably still does. Probably still does. And I think Francis would be more willing to. I don't care about that mm-hmm. than than Stipe would. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Well, according to Dana, he said that it's going to be John Jones, but okay. that's where I think that if Stipe wins, he would want the John Jones fight, not because of anything with that. I, I think John Jones is such a big name that it's like money it's kind of like a Connor for the heavyweights yeah so that's why i think he would want it just for the bag i but i don't know i just feel like if Derek lewis comes out there i'm not saying he is it's gonna be a very close fight i think i i think maybe more than like more likely than not it's gonna be curtis blades just wrestling him for the whole 25 minutes but if Derek lewis wins by knockout it's kind of hard to deny that man a shot, especially when John Jones is still playing the game of, oh, well, they better pay me. Like, yeah. bitch, calm down. Like, homie. Tony Ferguson won 12 fights in a row. True. But that's not heavyweight, though. Heavyweight, you win four fights, you're a contender. Yeah. People just can't do that. Like, you, you can't win so many fights. I think, what's the longest win streak in heavyweight division? Maybe I'm, six? Yeah, I think it was six. So yeah, so and and six is crazy for right. that weight class because you just get caught with anything and that's lights out. Um, so yeah, I think if Derek Lewis, which would be going on a six fight win streak at that point, say he wins against Curtis Blades and he gets a knockout somehow, he'll end up with a record for the most knockouts in UFC history with thirteen, and he'll have beaten the next best guy in the division. UFC heavyweight history or UFC history? UFC history. So that alone, I mean, that's undeniable. You can't deny somebody like that. And from what I've been seeing, he's been training. He's actually been looking like... Lewis is getting into shape. Yeah, he looks like he's actually trying Mm -hmm. to give a fuck. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I don't know. I think think you can deny him if if the opposition of that is a guy who has... Who is... I think the youngest champion ever, who who got the championship at the youngest age ever. True. And then never lost it. True. As far as losing a fight. Yeah. So I think yeah. if, if like at that point, I can see why they would skip over whoever wins that fight. Mm, yeah, no. One hundred percent. And that's where I, I completely agree with it, it it might very well not even matter at all. Yeah. I just think if he goes out there and he just puts on a man. knockout. Pisses me off. Yeah, bro. Yeah, and that's where I get it, but man, like if Curtis Blades goes out there, and the craziest thing is, say Francis beats Stipe, right? Mm-hmm. And Francis gets John Jones, Stipe is going to want an immediate title shot or a rematch. And then Derek Lewis is going to be sitting out again. Mm-hmm. And then you have a champion at that, or a contender champion who's writing a six fight win streak, just got the UFC knockout record, mm-hmm. just kind of sitting there chilling. So it's going to be Francis all over again. And say, for example, Francis takes out Stipe again. Francis takes out John Jones. Then you have, and Kurt, or Curtis Blade loses. 
you have Francis Ngannou versus Derek Lewis too. Mm-hmm. And if you guys don't know, that is the worst fight in UFC history. Mm. I think there was only maybe 23 punches thrown the whole fight. Do you five think round. Wait, no, that was, that was a uh, it was main event, what, right? I think or was so. DC the main event on that card? No, I think it was a three-round fight. I'm forgetting what fight card that was on, but... That was worse than Izzy and Yoel? Yeah. No way. At least... The reason why yeah. is because they're heavyweights, so yeah. not only are they not throwing strikes, yeah. but they already move slower than everybody yeah. else. And at that point, Damn. Francis had just lost to Stipe, so okay. he was... Man, I can't lose again. Yeah. And he was kind of scared. Oh. Derek and Lewis, Derek Lewis was hurt. Yeah, yeah Derek yeah. Lewis okay. had like a bat. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I want for that. Honestly, I honestly think that Curtis Blaze, Derek Lewis, and Stipe mm-hmm. are not going to be in the UFC much longer. Um, so I, I just don't know. I, just I don't mean, know. heavyweights have, they have the luxury of getting paid way more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, Curtis Blades, he's getting easily a hundred thousand, hundred thousand wind show money. Uh, Derek Lewis, with all his bonuses, he's easily getting like maybe 250, 250. Stipe is getting millions. John Jones, millions. Mm-hmm. Francis, probably 600,000, something like that. So they're all in like the position where if I fight and I win once, I'm cool to chill. I don't need to fight four times a year. Yeah. And that's why that's part of the reason why the heavyweight picture looks so sluggish and slow. We also have to take into consideration that John Jones is is not gonna fight unless there's a certain amount of money coming his way. Mm-hmm. True. He he has said that uh, if if it's not lining up the way that he wants it to line up, mm-hmm. he's not gonna fight. Yeah, so that's another thing that as much as Dana's like he's the next one in line, you need two to Tango, mm-hmm. and if he's like, oh well, yeah, I'll be the that champion contender, mm-hmm. but you're gonna pay me more money because I'm a heavyweight now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. You uh, can only play that game for so long because, yeah, you're you're flirting with retirement, but Dana will just retire you. Like he won't be playing that game. Yeah. Dana why will not retire John Jones. Yeah, he just won't pay him. Like, he's asking for all this money. If the numbers don't look right for Dana, he's not going to pay him. So, we'll see what those numbers actually look like, though. Because he knows how much money John Jones brings in. But we won't know that. We we won't know that information. They don't give out their pay. Uh, I mean, there's there's we, we, ways we to can, find out. We can, like... Guesstimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but we, we won't know for sure. Yeah. But even then, I mean, it's still a murky picture in the heavyweight division. As much as it's moving along, which, by the way, we have had a heavyweight fight on every single card this month. That's wild. Especially with next month going in and it being uh, Cyril Gone versus uh, Rosenstrike. Mm-hmm. That is another, like, top 10 heavyweight fight. Yeah. So it's kind of moving along. So it's at this point, it's going to be more of John Jones kind of has to get with the game plan or the yeah. UFC yeah. is going to move on. Yeah. Well, all that being said, fuck John Jones. <laughs> yeah, fuck John Jones. All right. Hey, come on the show. Psych. Yeah, fuck off. I don't bitch. care about you. I don't care. <laughs> all right. <laughs> With Kumara Usman winning over Gilbert Burns, he is now the talk of the MMA town as being the new welterweight GOAT. Is this still too early, even though he broke GSP's winning streak in the welterweight division? 
Yes, it's still too early. Okay. Is it going to be too early five fights from now? Mm-hmm. No. I think at that point, you would have surpassed Anderson Silva's winning record. Mm-hmm. And as much as I love GSP, as much as I love Anderson Silva, mm-hmm. Chris Lieben, mm-hmm. not really the greatest fighter. Mm-hmm. Rich, Franklin, R- Rich Franklin, who... GSP won against twice, not the greatest fighter. Mm-hmm. So you have those credentials underneath you. Where if you look at Kobe Cummington, mm-hmm. Kobe Cummington, for most of the record that Anderson Silva had and GSP had, yeah. he can fight and win right. a lot of those fights too. Yeah. So if you're looking at that and you're looking at Kamara Usman breaking that man's jaw mm-hmm. the way he did and knocking him out, mm. it's... At that point, it's hard to deny how good it is. Yeah. MMA now is not the same as MMA 10 years ago. Yeah. Anderson Silva getting a front kick KO against Vitor Belfort had never been done before, and it was crazy. Mm-hmm. We see that shit on Dana White's Contender Series every other week. Like, there was two in one um, Dana White's Contender Series card. Yeah. So that's how advanced it is. Yeah. So I'm not taking away credit from Anderson Silver GSP's record. It is the competition is not the same. You just have to consider but that. You ha- there's lots of different considerations. Yeah. And yeah, I don't agree. His, he's not the GOAT yet, but he's he's not that far away from I it. have no doubt that he won't be. I don't either. I don't think anybody in the World Rugby Division, I don't see anybody beating tomorrow. Alright, so... Yes. Since you said that, I was gonna ask the question. In your head, in uh, and and the and the whole, I guess UFC now, besides for lightweight and heavyweight, mm. who do you see beating Kamara Usman? No way. So so, how is that not the definition of a goat? I mean, that's completely fair. I so just think- I am. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that he mm. is the goat. Yeah. But because. Even though, even though he's on this win streak, whenever you think of Kamaru Usman, because he doesn't, he doesn't have that. I don't know. I guess the style that we think of a goat having, mm-hmm. he doesn't have. He doesn't do all the all the things that John Jones does or Conor McGregor does that would that really uh, shows that they're goats. Um, So if you ask me that he if he's a goat, I can't say no, but I also agree that he's definitely he entered the chat. Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. no way you you can't put him up there. You can't not put somebody who's beat out your winning streak record of twelve with one more. So I can't say no, but I can say he is not he is not the top goat. No. Whenever I, yeah. whenever I think of top goats, I think of people like Khabib. Yeah. People like um, um, Demetrius Johnson. Demetrius Johnson. Like those are yeah. e- elite. Uh-huh. Uh, now Kamaru Usman is also elite, yeah. and I don't see anybody beating him. But at the same time, I think mm-hmm. that's like just part of it too. Is when you think of goat, it's like baddest dude, but it also is like really greatest of all time and you can't be that until you've been in it for a little longer of time Mm. so right now he is the greatest is he the greatest of all time um like potentially yeah so like 
he's the baddest dude there is right now, but let's just let him stay there for a little bit longer and then, you know, you can feel how you feel about it. I think he yeah. ends up beating Anderson Silva's yeah. record. I don't Without see... He beats Anderson I think Silva. he, if he fights with Jorge mm -hmm. during tough, um, he beats him. If he fights Leon Edwards, he beats him. If he mm -hmm. fights again with Kobe Covington, I think it'll be another great fight. I think he ends up with the win because that mental, I already beat you. Mm -hmm. That alone, that confidence, that confidence alone just got like, that is, and especially the way he beat him. Yeah. So that's another win. Um, you have Michael Chiesa there. That's a win. You have Wonder Boy. That's a win. So yeah, that's yeah. the top six right there. Yeah. That... For example, he already has a win over all of... He's already beat Leon Edwards before. Yeah. So, at that point, it's kind of like, well, who's going to beat him? Nobody. Yeah. It would have to be someone who has the hands of Matt Holloway and who has and who has the ground game of Khabib's. But, dude, did you see... Who has that? Did you see how power. Burns was taken out? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the... Like, his jab was such, like, mm -hmm. it was the perfect jab. Yeah. So, to see that coming from Kamaru Usman, who's known as kind of like the guy that's going to just drown you. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, that was shocking alone. But, mm -hmm. then again, we mentioned Trevor Whitman. Mm -hmm. After the first round where he got dropped by um, Gilbert Burns, mm -hmm. Trevor Whitman told him, Hey, all you got to do is just have your confidence in mm -hmm. your jab. Mm -hmm. This jab is a championship jab. Yep. And lo and behold, two rounds later, boom. There it is. And that's where, like, last week I was saying, like, I'll never doubt Kamaru ever again. So, like, for me, he's a GOAT. But also, I see, like, where you just need a little bit more time before you're, like, a hero. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I would I bragged on Kamaru Usman in past episodes before. And this just does nothing but solidify that mm -hmm. even more. And so anyone who doesn't like Kamaru Usman and anyone who doesn't like what he does in the actual octagon as far as how he wins, fuck off. Yeah, I mean, at that point, you don't like MMA, so get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. You want to see a striking match, go fucking watch boxing. Mm -hmm. You like our shit because we knock out people with our legs. Yes, we here at the No Name MMA show. Yeah, Knock knocking bitches out. <laughs> Fucking Kristen knocking out people with her looks. Is she so pretty? She is the oh cutest God. kitty. Mm -hmm. All right, and then to kind of wrap it up, too, speaking of Kamaru, um, Kamaru gave Jorge Masvidal the opportunity of a lifetime by calling him out and saying that they could both do tough as coaches, with Jorge seemingly agreed to go ahead with it. Is this the right move to make for the UFC? Also, to mention, Kumaru is facing possibly a six-month suspension due to a foot injury that was occurred during the fight with Burns. Um, so, is it the right move for the UFC? I can see... I can see why it's the right move as far as... Um, Making sure that the tough fighters learn something. Because mm -hmm. anyone can learn from Jorge's Masvidal boxing. And anyone yep. can learn from Kamaru Usman's wrestling. Yep. Mm -hmm. So as far as the teaching experience, it's the right move. Mm -hmm. But as far as bringing in views and stuff, 
Kamara Uzmas, he's not he's not the greatest trash talker. True. He's not someone who really like brings in some people with his charisma and his and his um uh, uh I guess swag you would mm-hmm. want to say. He doesn't he doesn't have that. Yeah. Um he's just a dominant person. So as far as for dramatics, it's not the right move. If he, if he wants dramatics, it needs to be uh Kobe and Masvidal. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a failed opportunity. I I understand the. I mean, you can't deny when a champion is throwing you that ring, and it's like, hey, you can fight me for the championship. It's mm-hmm. like that's championship money, mm-hmm. and that's notoriety. And mm-hmm. if you get by the off chance the win, mm-hmm. then you're the champion. Then yeah, and so. The only thing that bumps me out is that Jorge was just like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to um, coach if I'm going to be on the Ultimate Fighter with Kobe. And that, like, that is the tough season to make happen. Mm-hmm. They both hate each other. They're both like, whatever. Yeah. And Jorge needs to do whatever the company need, wants him to do. That's yeah. what we were just talking about a little bit before we started recording is that Jorge's 15 minutes is soon to be up. So if I were Jorge, I'd take whatever is being thrown at me. Yeah. And an opportunity from the champ is the way to go. So I would take what I could while I could. And that's why, like, we haven't seen this man fight in almost a year now. Mm-hmm. We need to see who's a, who's really the number two, Kobe or Masvidal? Kobe. And, and it's definitely yeah. Kobe. Yeah. Well, so if Masvidal happens to knock out Kobe... It's mm-hmm. kind of hard to be like no, true. So I, I agree. I I, I yeah. agree that Kobe wins that fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we don't. We don't know. But we that hasn't been done yet. Yeah. Yeah. we don't know. And that just makes sense. Like, go ahead and remove a rematch. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and make that rematch for Kamaru, mm-hmm. and then you have this back burner, who somebody that's like, oh yeah, you're gonna have to fight. The thing that pisses me off the most is that you have Robert Whitaker coming off of two wins. Having yeah. to possibly fight another win before he gets a title shot, where Jorge Masvidal lost his title contention, hasn't mm-hmm. fought again, and is going to be put back into the championship yeah. contender spot. Yeah, that's what I don't like. Yeah, I also, like Wonder Boy has two wins. He sh- he deserves it more than Jorge. Yeah, Robert Whitaker though, I think, I think his style and just the the person that he is, mm-hmm. he he doesn't care about. He's he would rather fight. Because he knows he's going to go get back yeah. at the title at mm-hmm. some point. He knows that. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't care. And that's the kind of attitude that Masvidal needs to have. Yeah. Um, no, 100%. So, I think the fame got to his head because he getting that meaningless belt wrapped around his waist by The Rock. Mm-hmm. Tough shit. Like, that don't mean a damn thing. Right before the Darren Till uh, knockout, I think that was his first win in that streak, right? Mm-hmm. The it, UFC poster got to been. him. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was literally like almost a nobody. He, he was, was a five and five fighter yeah, yeah, about yeah. to get cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's be completely real about that. As much as I love Jorge, I love his backstory, I love everything mm-hmm. else. I like his style, I like everything he, that he brings. He mm-hmm. was at that point a five like a five hundred fighter that was on the verge of getting cut by the UFC. Mm-hmm. He fought a one seventy pound Darren Till, knocked him out, and then from there he fought... Who else did he fight? I'm sorry. You oh, said Ben Askren. He... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he got that. He got Ben Askren. After that, he got the Nate Diaz fight. And that's... How are you going to fight Ben Askren? How are you going to fight fucking um, 
why am I forgetting his fucking name? Ben Askren, Nate Diaz, and getting a title shot off of that. Yeah. That's, Nate Diaz, was he? No, he was in the rankings. He was at the rankings. I think he was ranked like 11 or 12. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, even then. Mm-hmm. Ben Askren having that kind of win over Robbie Lawler gave him the number six spot, I think. So, technically, they were ranked, but let's be real, probably shouldn't have been. So to get that and then get a title shot and then again get another title shot, it makes me more of like, fuck Masvidal. Like, it is what it is, but I don't care enough for him. But that's me as a hardcore fan. Mm -hmm. As a casual guy, yeah, fuck it, why not? It's going to be entertaining to see Jorge Masvidal just talk shit at Kamaru. I also want to see Masvidal's hands again. Whenever I really like that knockout against Mm -hmm. Darren Till. Yeah. Um, So I would like to... I would just like to see him with... Yeah, him uh, against Wonderboy. Wonderboy, mm-hmm. like a rematch of that one, I think that would be a really good fight. It mm-hmm. went to a decision and Wonderboy got it, so mm-hmm. yeah, 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 do that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it is what it is. Other than It'll that... It'll probably end up happening, but who knows. Well, just that whole division needs to give up because nobody's beating Masvidal. I mean, I'm sorry, nobody's beating Usman. Nah, you said Masvidal. Keep that same energy. <laughs> no, fuck Masvidal. I beat Masvidal. <laughs> Damn, you're keeping that anybody can get got in energy. Anybody can get got. I like dude. how he went from Frankie Edgar to Jorge Masvidal. Uh, hey, Frankie Edgar lost, didn't he? Frankie Edgar lost, didn't he? Street Judas, come <laughs> on the show. Street Judas is about to get this, these hands. I'm just playing God. <laughs> I'm afraid for our friend Juan. Uh, Jorge is like a straight goon. Like yeah, he yes. has been in actual street fights. Like he don't give a oh. fuck. Yeah. Jorge would be my You're ass. Dead. Oh, Jorge, that Jorge would be piece. my ass. But anybody can get got, dude. Anybody can get got. Yeah, keep mm. that same energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck you, Jorge. Whatever you, <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs> All right, that's it. <laughs> and that's it for this week's show. If I can say so, I do think it's our best episode yet. We wouldn't be here without you. We would love to talk shit with you, hear your thoughts, etc. <laughs> Juan, tell the people how they can reach us. Yes. You guys can hit us up at Twitter at no name MMA one You can hit us up at, at uh, blah, blah, blah. You can hit us up on Instagram at no.name.show. Wait, show Good. And then you can hit us up on our email at no name MMA show at gmail.com. <laughs> Have a great rest of your week, everyone, from Mr. Daddy Juan. No Nutshot Nina. Emmy, Manavita, Andy. Talk at you guys um, the week after next. Later. Later. Peace. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye.